0: Books have changed my life, getting mentored from afar, education, inspiration, things I can apply to my life for such a low cost, not taking much time. Let's talk about the books you must read this year to make a big difference in your life and break through limits. Welcome to Limitless. Limitless. <music> Welcome to The Limitless Podcast. Whenever you're listening to this, it could be close to the new year, I say Happy New Year to you. I hope you believe and have the mindset that this is going to be a great year, that any adversity you face will be for good and you will overcome it and there are good things waiting for you. Today, I want to talk about books. Books have been so powerful in my life. Sometimes I read them, sometimes I listen to the books. It's when you apply the lessons from the books. And today I'm talking about nonfiction books. Fiction books are great too. We need entertainment. We need to escape in our minds. As I was making my goals for the new year, 2024, thinking about the books I've read and how they've shaped my life. And I decided I'm going to read one book a month and apply one, two, or three big lessons from the book. I was thinking about the books that I've read and how they've shaped me, how they've changed me, how they've inspired me for a very low cost, for not very much time. It's amazing what books have done. And I've been very fortunate in my life to have great mentors, great people around me. I've been to great events, but books have shaped my life just as much as any mentor. I'm getting mentored from afar, getting a great education. The key is to find books that resonate with you that you can stick with, that you can finish, and then apply the lessons. It's not about reading 52 books in a year. It's about taking one, two, or three lessons from the book and applying them and growing step by step. This is how I've gone from a severely shy introvert with low self-esteem. Books have really helped me become an extroverted introvert to know when I have social anxiety and why and get past it when I want to. The books have changed my life. It's helped me with my speaking, my leading, my managing people. Books have helped me make more money in my life. They helped me pay off debt. They helped me in my personal life, brewing beer, backpacking, hiking. They've helped my confidence. They've shifted my mindset, provided incredible personal growth. They've elevated my gratitude and appreciation for the things and the people in my life, elevated my finances, increased my opportunities, solidified and grown my relationships. So today I wanted to share some books that I've read. I'm just going to share five books that I've read that I think you must read in the new year. And I would say pick one of these and start, but I would highly encourage you to read all five of these books this year and apply some of the lessons and watch what happens. The first book is called Attitudes of Gratitude by M.J. Ryan. By the way, you might hear some birds in the background. Where I'm recording this today is in a vehicle. Try to get some quiet time. For some reason in this new year, my bird feeders, they're going crazy. I'm looking out right now at probably 40 different birds hanging out, singing, eating food. So if you hear some birds in the background, just enjoy it. Attitudes of Gratitude by M.J. Ryan. This is a short book with punchy chapters of two or three pages tops. Each chapter has a little story and a different way to apply gratitude, an example of gratitude, concepts of gratitude that will open your mind to just just beyond simple thank yous, beyond being grateful each day, how to really apply gratitude in your life and how it can make such a significant difference. You can read it in order, but you don't have to. You can just pick a chapter a day. It'd be an excellent way to read it. One of my favorite parts of the book, I'll share a couple things. They talk about still points. Times during the day when you set up some kind of awareness. It could be, maybe you make lunch every day in the microwave. When the microwave runs, you take that 30 seconds or a minute and a half. And you make it a still point. Where you just look around, you notice the gifts around you at this moment. You slow down. It could be as simple as being grateful for your breath and your lungs and your heartbeat. It could be grateful for a safe drive to the office that day. It could be gratitude for yesterday or something that happened or something in the past. These still points each day. It's stopping to smell the roses, but it's literally setting up a time each day to have a still point where you're just still and you're just grateful. And in a world of prescriptions and vices to cover our pain, our anxiety, our shortcomings, gratitude is free anytime. And this is my biggest takeaway from the book that you can't be unhappy and grateful at the same time. And you can create these moments of a gratitude intervention in your life when you think you might need some kind of cover-up when you're having a tough day or even a great day. Gratitude is always available, and it is a very powerful, free, natural drug that can help you anytime. Attitudes of Gratitude, MJ Ryan, she does a great job of sharing stories and opening your mind to new ways of gratitude. The number two book is called Mindset. The New Psychology of Success by Carol Dweck, Carol Dweck, PhD. This is my most recent read. It talks about having a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. We're going to cover this in more detail next episode. Really lasers in how a fixed mindset in different areas of your life can hold you back, and many times we don't even realize it, and that we steer our own destiny by having a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. And even if you're a person with a growth mindset, there's probably areas of your life. This was the biggest takeaway for me. I feel like I have a growth mindset. I realize there are areas in my life where I have a fixed mindset. Most areas, growth mindset. And the simple difference is, let's say you go through a challenge and you fail at something. Like some of the races that I've run or during a training run, I might hit a wall. Trail race I ran last year, I hit a wall at mile seven. I didn't finish the way I wanted. I didn't have the time I wanted. A fixed mindset, which I had at that moment, says, this isn't for you. This is the last race you'll run. A growth mindset says, okay, this is a setback. What do I need to do to get better? How can this benefit me? How can I overcome this adversity? So we can have a fixed mindset and a growth mindset in succession, but a growth mindset will always overcome the fixed mindset. When I finished that race, I thought, this is it. I'm not cut out for this. I'm not going to run a half marathon, but the growth mindset took over and said, okay, what do we learn from this? How do we apply it? How do we grow? But I realized there's areas in my life where I still have somewhat of a fixed mindset, a huge takeaway for me. Now share a quick story about growth versus fixed mindsets. I was working with a young man who I was mentoring. He was a manager of a team. And one of the things I told him he had to do was to get in with the team and have some fun and do some incentives, really get out of his comfort zone, elevate the mood and motivation, inspiration. He said, that's not who I am. Right there was a fixed mindset. We make that decision and we tell ourselves and it becomes ingrained. The great thing and another huge takeaway from this book is we can change our mindset at any time. The book talks about anxiety and depression. It's really helpful. We miss the places where we have a fixed mindset in our lives. We don't see it. It becomes a blind spot or we choose not to see it, but we can choose to change it any time. And a growth mindset says I can grow my intelligence, my strength, my compassion, my learning any part of my life at any time. And again, we all have fixed mindsets. Even if you have a growth mindset in most of your life, there's areas of your life you have a fixed mindset and we can grow it. We can change it. Mindset. The New Psychology of Success by Carol Dweck. Check it out. This is book number two. Book number three is The Motivation Manifesto by Brennan Burchard. If you've listened to Limitless for any length of time, you've probably heard me talk about this book. One of my favorite books of all times. I've read it at least a dozen times. I've listened to it at least a, do- a dozen times. A book that I would advise you the first time to read chapter to chapter or cover to cover. I mean... But after that, you can pick and choose chapters. And there's times I just listen to 15 or 20 minutes of it, almost like a podcast, and pick different areas. I hear it differently. I'm always hearing something new or reading something new when I just pick a chapter or read a new section of the book. The book covers how to conjure up motivation any time in your life, that we are endless sources of motivation, power, kindness, accomplishment. And we can do this through strength, through love, through integrity, through our own mindset, and through adversity. We can conjure up motivation anytime to do whatever we want. We have more power than we ever thought possible. Every time I listen to this book or read this book, even a small part of it, I get a great takeaway I can apply to my life right away. I think that's why I love it so much. It's highly applicable, practical application right away. In fact, there are many times I intend to listen to it for an hour. I listen to it for 10 minutes to stop because I hear something that I want to apply. So I just stop it and I move forward. My biggest takeaway or one of my biggest takeaways from this book it caught me after driving home from a funeral. I was on the drive home and I heard part of it and said, imagine you're at the end of your life and you meet your creator, whatever you believe. So I meet God and he says, tell me, Alex, what did you do with those dreams I put in your heart? What did you do with those ideas I gave you? Are you going to sit there and say, oh, you know what? I was scared. I was timid. I was afraid. I played small. I don't want to be there. What I want to say is, I gave it my all. I tried. Thank you for these ideas. Thank you for these dreams and goals. I went for them with gusto. And hearing that, I'll never forget where I was. I was crossing over the Pacific Crest Trail on in Interstate 8 in Southern California, coming home from a young man's funeral. His father, my age, nobody wants to lose a child at any age. And hearing this, as I listened to the book, Imagine You Meet Your Creator, it was that moment that I decided that I would hike the Pacific Crest Trail across Oregon in 2020. This book will move you to action and show you that motivation is available anytime. The Motivation Manifesto by Brendan Burchard, The number four book is The War of Art by Steven Pressfield. This is an in-your-face, short book, punchy small chapters, easy read, but it will challenge you to attack your art, whatever it is. Maybe it's writing. Maybe that's actual art. Maybe it's starting a business. Maybe it's just improving your mindset. It will encourage you and challenge you to make your number one idea a top priority in your life, to build your life around your top priorities, to do the work you're called to do, even if you're not getting paid for it right now. It holds nothing back. It pushes you. To take action, to believe, to put your head down. My biggest takeaway from this book, couple. Number one, whatever you want, you have the power to make it happen, to move in that direction, to seize the day, but you have to take action. And number two, in order to make it happen, it's got to be a priority. You can't say you don't have time. You got to build your life around it. That means you have to get up earlier, stay up later, or work through the weekends on your ideas and goals. That's what you have to do. And that your art, whatever that is, Whatever your calling is, it is a war that you have to win and the war is within and you can win this war and it challenges you to really contribute your life experiences to others. It's whether it's through a blog or a YouTube channel or a podcast or a book or through mentoring. Hundreds of ways to contribute your life's experience to others. It also covers the mental limitations and obstacles that we face and how we can change our lives forever right now, that there was never a moment in our life when we couldn't change the direction of our life right now. It's a challenging book. I love this book. It's an in-your-face book, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. The number five book is The Five Languages of Appreciation in the Workplace by Dr. Gary Chapman. Very similar to The Five Love Languages by Dr. Gary Chapman. I would encourage you to read both. But The Five Languages of Appreciation in the Workplace, if you're a leader in the workplace, this would be super applicable. If you're not a manager, supervisor, leader, this will still open your eyes to how appreciation works. This was a life-changing book for me. Open my eyes to how appreciation works, why appreciation is so important with the people we work with in any endeavor of life, how people feel appreciated. As a leader, if you are a leader, this is a must read. And again, if you're not, you can still understand the people around you better, build stronger relationships. And the five languages of appreciation are physical touch, gifts, words of affirmation, acts of service, and quality time. This changed the way I viewed people. I led, I built relationships with people, saw how they operated. Now, it's different than a love language, even though they're the same five languages. My love languages are acts of service and words of affirmation. Most of us have two, a primary and a secondary. They could both be primary. But my languages of appreciation are quality time and words of affirmation. I feel most appreciated when I get quality time with my boss or someone I admire or just someone I need to work with anytime I'm doing my work. This will show you what your true appreciation languages are, the power of appreciation, how appreciation and recognition are in the same family, but vastly different. And how people will do so much, including us, for appreciation. How we can share how we feel appreciated and how we can see it in others. It opens your eyes. And I want to encourage you today. If you feel like, well, I'm not a leader. If you just had that fixed mindset, I'm not really a leader. I don't lead people. You are a leader. You have the opportunity to lead. There could be opportunities this year. Arm yourself. Prepare yourself. Train yourself. Get this book, The Five Languages of Appreciation in the Workplace by Dr. Gary Chapman. All right, there's our five books. The Five Languages of Appreciation by Dr. Gary Chapman, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, The Motivation Manifesto by Brendan Burchard, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success by Carol Dweck, and Attitudes of Gratitude by MJ Ryan. I'm not getting paid or sponsored to talk about any of these books. I love these books. I've read these books. They've had a huge impact on my life. Your application in today's Limitless Podcast is pick one of these books. Pick one, start reading it, get it, Kindle, Audible, however you get your books, paperback, hardcover. Pick one of these books and start reading it. I would encourage you to read all five books this year, but pick one that resonated with you the most. Look at the reviews on Amazon. Pick one, get it, start reading and start applying. And if you do this, my friend, this year you will be absolutely limitless.